It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for joining, hanging out. Uh, 93.7 The Ticket. Let's see. Here's where we are with this. 402-464-5685. Sorry, him and text on Honda Lincoln Hotline. Going to bring some different athletes and folks' personalities in this week for this segment the rest of the week. So uh, stay tuned and hang out for that. Uh, the video stream is up. Sorry, Hammond video stream is up. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So you can involve yourselves in that and jump aboard. Um, Kind sir, Rico. Spent the evening Saturday watching. Uh, there were two UFC, two fight events, mixed martial arts events that mm-hmm. was going on. Uh, one was UFC, and that one was pretty good. Pretty good because uh, Jessica Andrade was the first fighter, period, ever to do a standing guillotine choke submission. What standing? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. How do you? Yeah, it was amazing. I had never seen it before. Like she choked a person out standing up, and then the the woman choked out and then passed out and sat down and just that night, you know, work work things out. And a pretty good fight. Um, But then Cyborg was fighting at the same time, and it was a really good fight actually. First time Cyborg was taking five rounds. First time ever, and it was a brawl. Like they beat each other up. Like it wasn't you know one sided. This was a brawl. But then I was asked this Saturday, and I didn't have an answer. So I'm going to ask you guys. what? How much money would it take for you to fight Cyborg in a full-on fight? What would it take? you got to make sure my family is taken care of for the rest of their lives because my life is over if I get in that fight. Right? Like I, I, There's not enough money. Like I, mean, I like uh, my face. I like my body. I don't want any of this messed up. I don't want to have to go to the hospital for anything. Are there any... MMA female fighters. That there, you there's would fight. nobody in MMA that I would fight. I don't right. care if it's a female or if it's a male that's like 90 pounds. I'm not fighting anybody who does mixed martial arts. I'm not. That's just not happening. Like we're they know moves. Now, they right? know moves that I've never heard. They'll they'll somehow take my pinky and break my neck. I don't know how it's gonna work. <laughs> they'll like, it's turn just, your pinky towards you. Yeah, I don't know how it's gonna work. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'll get kicked. They will take their left foot and kick me on the back of my head on the right side, and they'll be standing in front of me. I'm not doing it. Like, I kept trying to, you know, pay attention to it, right? Like, yeah, would I do it? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I could not now. Even, look, even when you were younger, I feel like you're, you were smarter than that. I wasn't. <laughs> I I was I told you I'm I'm the idiot that allowed Rick Flair to slap him in the chest. See, but that's different. Twice. That's different. Like that is painful. I thought and it was different. That is painful and idiotic of you. Right. But that's not getting kicked in the head. Well, I I thought I'm not sure that I can think of a thing that you should want done to you less than Rick Flair chopping you across the heart. An armbar from Ronda Rousey close because you have like the thing is as soon as she grabs your arm you have to tap 
because you like we don't have the yeah. muscle strength to keep our arm from snapping in one pull. Yeah. Like we're not pulling back from her pulling your arm down to keep it from breaking right away. I would Like your elbow is popping up. Like it's bending the other way if you don't tap Don, as soon as she grabs your wrist. Yeah. Don, so Don says, can I get a Bobby Bonilla payout plus my medical bills covered? No, you would just get the Bobby Bonilla payout <laughs> to, and use that to pay your medical bills. Um, I don't know. Lemon says he would let – oh, let me make sure I read this right because he says he would let her punch him in the face without even trying to block it for ten grand. So he would ten take a grand, punch. sir. Take a punch, or ma'am. I don't know. I don't could, know. Could, could says, "Give me ten mil, and I'll let her punch me once, and I'll be knocked out. No way, I'm lasting more, more than one punch anyway." Right? Like, what I mean, if you have? What if you have to last a round? Yeah, you have to last a round. At least one round. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. No, there's not enough because I'm not last. Like I'm not lasting around because I can't just run the entire time. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. Because also she catch me. I, I the ring is only so big. Right, the octagon is not. You can't. You're not like you can't just run. She'll for, cut off for five minutes. She'll she'll pierre my escape route. She'll just cut me off. Like I was trying to think if it was one of the smaller fighters, but the smaller fighters, like the no. smaller fighters, they're is quicker. Like, it's like Thug Rose Nama Yunus, dangerous. Who. who Okay, no. Dead. <laughs> so pull my arm off. Like, like no, I, I don't want to fight Doug Rose. No. Like, so I don't really know that there's a thing. Because the thing is, I'd be like, oh, yeah, let me just get like into a grappling match. But the thing is, no, because uh, they'll end up on top of me choking me out somehow with their toes. So I don't know what's happening. <laughs> she pinned you with an eyelash. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I, this, like, I, I watched them and then the following so they had you know you have fight night and then the following morning they 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 ended up in the same place and they took pictures together mm -hmm. and the face of mma fighters the morning after <laughs> like it 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 looks like post-surgery yeah like there's swelling cuts bruises like you you think of the big cuts but the little ones you need to think of all the ones where the the glove and the elbows just grazed and pummeled. Mm -hmm. They're just vacillating all over their faces. Like they're not going to give you ten million for wearing headgear. They're, you're going to have to go in bare. Like you just, can't wear headgear. This is right? this is MMA. Like you're going to have to go in and fight. There's no headgear. There's no headgear in UFC. There's gloves that are very thin. Yeah, I've I, I have a pair of the gloves, and you they put them on. They're not thick. They're, they're, it's not. You're you're like, taking the beating, but, but it'll protect you from the bumps of the knuckles. But, but it's still no, it's still leather. Yeah. against your forehead, and the the, the no. real thing is the elbows. The elbows are are, are where it's a little different because the tip of the elbow against chin against nose. chin or forehead that's why they open the up on the side of the eye they open up pretty pretty well yeah my thing is like getting punched in the face as long as i get knocked out right away 
not that bad. But if I get punched in the body, but you don't. I'm not trying out. to. I'm not trying to go through that. You don't want to. be I don't want to experience the pain of getting punched and still. Yeah, but being you don't awake, want. You don't want still being awake. You don't want your nervous system to take such a shock that you, your body just goes. I'm out. <laughs> I've been knocked out before. It's not. It's not that bad. Have you? Yeah. Who knocked you out? That was one of my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. This we're, is a story. We weren't, we weren't fighting. We were just messing around. Of course you were. You weren't fighting. We're they were fighting. Around. They were fighting. They've been they were loading and you it up. Was, it was actually been knocked out twice. Uh and it was like an act we were doing just wrestling moves. Uh, like, you know, you, you wrestle with your cousins uh, and, and we're just like flipping each other and all this stuff. And he just turned around real quick and it was like a spinning back fist and he just caught me right right on the side of my face and I just dropped. And then next thing I like wake up and I was like I was like, Oh yeah, let's keep going. But he's like, dude, you've been like out for like two minutes. <laughs> I would <laughs> like it's been like it's like I just hit the mat. What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Who was the second one? You said there were two. It was one of my other cousins. <laughs> your cousin. What is wrong with your family? He choked me out. What's wrong with your family? <laughs> he just like jumped on my back and just started squeezing. Yeah, just and went. I was trying to pull his arm off. And then the next thing I know, I'm waking up and I'm against the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so. We did a thing when we were kids that, well, not everybody did it, but apparently my cousins did it. Uh, Shout out cousins. Uh, right, right. Cousins. <laughs> evil. Uh, but uh, sometimes I would spend part of the summer up in New Jersey mm-hmm. and up in East Orange with my cousins. And they ran a little rougher than 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 we, Your Jersey did, than we did, right? Those are my Jersey cousins, right? And Everybody has a cousin that might be from Jersey. Right, right. They, they went a little harder. These are the ones that introduced me to, like, Dr. J. Mm-hmm. Uh, they introduced me. Like, we went to Yankee Stadium when I was 10. Went to um, Shea Stadium when I was 10, 10, 11. Mm. Um, and you go. But these are the first ones that, when I was nine, uh, went to. it was in the summer. And so he was on a baseball team at the rec league and they were going to play and they didn't have enough players. Like one of the players didn't show up. So my cousin goes, all right, Derek, you got to play. And I was tiny. So he put me at second base and like the first ground ball that was thrown, hit to me, you know, I smoothed it up, threw it, threw it out. Mm -hmm. And they said, all right, but I was hitting ninth. And so then they just told me to scrunch up and get small so that they couldn't throw strikes. Just shr- shorten up your, your strike zone. Oh, yeah, just shrink the s- Make strike it zone, right? And I walked three times, and then finally the guy just lobbed it up there. And But I was already a baseball fan, and I you know we, we were always playing in the neighborhood. And I was a really good bunter. So I bunted and beat it out. And they're like, well, why didn't you do that the first three times? I'm like, because he didn't throw me a pitch to do it with. Um, but there's a thing that we did. They were doing in the neighborhood – was making each other pass out. Mm-hmm. And the way they were doing it is you would get against the wall and then the person would press against your stomach until you just passed out. Yep, we did that in high school. I didn't know what this was. Did they, you like cross your arms? Yeah. And then like just push on your chest. You like take yeah. a deep breath and they just push and then you're just like, Bleh. boop. Yep, you blob out and that's what it was and we did that. And then uh only problem was like, one of the kids, they did this, and one of the kids passed out, passed out, and hit his head. And mm. Yeah. Like, he landed on the concrete, and they said, okay, so this is probably why you shouldn't do this. We should not do this anymore. We should not. Was, I don't know if anybody else – I didn't know anybody else did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did that in high school. People, people still do that. 
Okay, can we get can we do a public service announcement and tell people not to do Stop that? Stop making your friends pass out. Your friends and family <laughs> members pass out. Yeah, I think we should. Like there was a couple of ways. There was that way, and then there was the Jay Strongbow sleeper hole. Mm-hmm. You know, Chief Jay Strongbow. You go through and you lock the dude yep, up. You, you get it. You grab. You know, and then I didn't know until years later when Gordon Soley would tell us. On, on Georgia Championship Wrestling. Uh, they put the elbow, they put the forearm directly across the carotid artery, which cho- which cuts off blood to the brain, and you pass out, and you lose consciousness. And I was like, oh, is that what we were doing? <laughs> I thought I just couldn't breathe. I, <laughs> you know, and I had, the funny thing, my cousin, was, he, he, he would have misprinted, he, he thought it was the carotid artery. Makes more sense. Well, <laughs> It really does. Because if you pass art. out, you can't do karate. It's a karate. <laughs> so as we learned along the way, you just go, wow, this is what this is. So, yeah, I don't know that um, we should do this. I think that. So, yeah, I would rather just get punched in the face and get knocked out than take a body blow and be in immense pain. I thought that except. Uh, I'm not trying to pee blood for a week. I don't want to get I don't want to get punched in my side. Are you familiar with Rhino, the wrestler? Uh, I feel like I am. Rhino, Rhino, Rhino was was the spear, was mm-hmm. the spear guy. Like mm-hmm. he was the guy that would just run at you and just, of course, literally cut you in half mm-hmm. with his shoulder and then pin you. Well, I was offered that one. Nope. And wisely, the universe stepped in and stopped me from doing it. But the flare slap, I, I I was bruised. My chest was purple for like 10 days. Like, it hurt to shower. Like, water. The water touching the. Water yeah. touching. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, he didn't even know. He's like, stop crying. I barely touched you. Like, <laughs> the water. Well, it, again, the first one, because the first slap, this was a feature from a Carolina Blitz TV show when I was covering the Panthers. But Flair was my next-door neighbor, and Flair was a Panther fan, mm-hmm. which I find interesting that everybody around the league uses Flair for football games and woos, but back then it was just Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he would host – I mean, he would, he would buy like 100 kamikazes and just we would all be challenged to do our share. And then he says, well, hey, you know, come in and get in the ring with me. I'm like, sure. Like, w- sure. Yeah, you don't turn that down. Sure. So the first thing, couple of things. We get there at at the at the at the gym, and it's Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair's gym, right? So there's pictures, amazing pictures all over the wall, and mm-hmm. you spend thirty minutes just looking at pictures. As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible; they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavis and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Lenticum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. But then the ring's there, and what is the thing that, if you were in front of a wrestling ring, what's the first thing you would do? If you got in a wrestling ring. Climb the turnbuckle. Right? So, right? In order. Climb the turnbuckle. Then what? I jump, like, do a front flip or something. Right? I don't know. You try a flip, right? <laughs> yeah. Slam yourself. You yeah. slam yourself. Well, of course. And then third, which is the thing that. I'm bouncing around all the ropes. There it is, right? So- <laughs> yeah. I'm running and I'm just right? bouncing everywhere. Right? But here's what happens. 
couple of things you don't know is when you bounce off those ropes at full speed, mm-hmm. you bruise. It is like taking a whooping. Really? And you are it's like a it's like razor straps against your back. Mm. Right? Why? And the first time you press off against it, right? And you go you're like, look at me go, and you go, ow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ow. That that hurt. Like I'm awesome, but that hurt. And then you, the second one, you go across and you hit it, right? Mm-hmm. And you, oh, this is getting worse. <laughs> Interesting. This is getting worse. But then immediately your focus turns to, holy crap, this is hard. <laughs> like I'm tired yeah (laughs) like i'm already like i'm i hit the ropes twice and by the time i hit the third rope the pain from the rope is less than your lungs going hey bro stop it you should probably chill out right about now so we do that and then what you want to do is do the cross flop right where you come across and you come off the rope and you just drop down Mm -hmm. but then you have to get up and then run to a different rope, Mm -hmm. which seems way easier than it actually is. And this is when I was in shape. I was working out with the Panthers, so I I had it together. But I am dying, dying. (laughs) So then, and I'm in a full sweat just from like four, touching the ropes four times. Yeah. I'm in a full, like, oh, this is a full sweat. Sounds perfect. So my camera woman, uh, Sheila. God, I, lo- I love Sheila so much. Sheila. Shout out Sheila. Shout out Sheila. Sheila was my my camera woman. She did all the features that we did, all the vignettes and certain things. Like we went sh- we went uh, pheasant hunting, and mm-hmm. she went with us, and she had to talk me through actually. Like you pull the trigger, DP. Pull the Shoot trigger. the pheasant. Shoot the pheasant. Like the pheasant hasn't done anything to me. <laughs> but the pheasant's gonna taste good. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna eat it. Like it wasn't gonna. But she's there, and she's just kind of maneuvering me through any of these shoots. So Rico, Flair and his son walk in. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is like, he's a, you know, and Flair is always Flair. Okay. There's never a time when Ric Flair is not Ric Flair. Yeah. It's, hey, big fella. That sounds like, tired. Right? Like, oh, 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 right. And he says, so what do you, he goes, did you try the ropes out? He leans against it, you know. And of course, I tried the ropes yeah, out. Kinda, of course, he goes gassed, aren't you? <laughs> totally gassed. Kind of crazy like, person do you think? Oh, like, Why yeah. wouldn't I try the totally ropes? Totally gassed, right? Uh, well, part of me was like, I, do I tell him that I was playing around in his ring? Like, yes, you know, because yes. you don't want. He to, invited you over. I don't want to be disrespectful. No, he invited. He totally expected you to. Right, like, like but he knew. He knew that. Like, if you're a wrestling fan and a wrestler invites you over to their and they have a ring, like you're they gonna, know exactly what you're going. You're to gonna do. ring out, right? They know. You're, you're gonna ring out. And so they know you're probably going to hurt yourself, and it's fine. Right. So a couple of things I didn't expect. One, he says, he says okay, so we'll do, he goes, if we're going to do the chest slap, we have to do the full move, which is him bouncing you off the rope, getting you, you know, a couple of blows to push you back into the corner. Mm-hmm. He'll throw you across the ring into the turnbuckle. You turn your back into the turnbuckle, drape your arms across across it. As your arms are draped, draped, draped across it, the ropes your chest is exposed and flair walks over well 
it was the first time I felt the turnbuckles against my spine. Mm, those also seem very painful. Yeah, right? The more padding than, on those is not a lot. More than you would think, right? Yeah, I'm like, it's just metal. And they're like, oh, we're going to put this padding. There's no padding. No, but except, but remember, I'm being thrown by flare. Yeah, and you're also running because you're, right. you're, you're being thrown by flare. So you're like, I got to do this right. Right. And so you're running and you don't recognize that the professionals pace that. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going full speed. Full speed, stupid. Woohoo! <laughs> Broken spine. <laughs> oh, like it, the the sound you make is, oh, <laughs> and then your arms are draped, draped across it, and so Sheila's up on the on the on the side of the ring to get the shot, mm-hmm. and as he, everything hits slow motion. Mm-hmm. Like when I hit my back, hits that. Everything, the world is in slow motion. And he walks over. Like, I'm pretty sure he ran over. But in that time. He walked extremely He was, like, this was, I'm watching the dinosaur come get me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? sitting there, you're like, man, there's absolutely nothing I can do. (sighs) And then he screamed the phrase, now we go to school. Not what you want to hear. I don't want to go to school. That is not not the thing you want to hear. If I'm with a professional in their environment and I hear, now we go to school, school. I don't want to go to school with you. Because he can't let me leave feeling like I can handle this. He needs to teach me a lesson. Mm -hmm. And he came over, and I I mean, I had on a T-shirt. I had a Caroline Pan t-shirt, and I mean... I was going to ask you if you were bare-chested. No, I, oh, you, I was not going... Bare- you would have died. Oh, there's no chance. And I mean to tell you, the angle that he took was masterful because he's coming at me full speed, and before I know it, he's turned his ankle, his angle, mm. and his hand is back past his shoulder. Mm. So he is bringing this, as Richard Price said, he brought it from, like, Georgia. Came through Mississippi. Picked up speed in Tennessee. Cocked that back. <laughs> like he, and then the quickness of how quickly that hand got from his opposite shoulder to my chest. And here's the thing. It shot. It's a sniper shot to your chest. Mm-hmm. But what you also don't recognize is the pros know how to move their chin out of the way. Mm, he caught your chin. And I don't know this. So across the chest and then up across the chin. Mm. Now, I don't care about the chin because my chest hurts. I feel like my back is my chest. (laughs) Like he slapped me so hard in the chest, my back hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You probably smacked your spine. (laughs) You just go, what is happening? And this is when it got really it got really weird because I I saw the film and the the look on my face was empty. <laughs> it was empty. When people say surreal and I'm tears the tears running down my eye just thinking you, about You died that day. Like I literally just the tear the pain brings a tear. The tears <laughs> running Rico can vouch. There's a tear running down my face. He is face, crying. Just right? DB is crying just talking about just, Ric Flair smacking him in the chest. And the thing is. Do it again, Flair. <laughs> no, but this, the, Flair asked the question. Like, he sees me. 
He sees my reaction, but I don't go down. And in my head, I'm thinking of Raging Bull. I didn't go down, Ray. I didn't go down. You couldn't take me down, Ray. And in my head, I'm saying that, like, just man up. You got this. Stay here and just, like, yeah. See? I'm fine. Yeah. Except Flair asked the question, you good? Yep. And you could see Sheila go. I look over and you can just see Sheila go. It's just one she's sad just, tear. <laughs> she's just one, she's just looking there's at me one like, sad tear. No, man. What is, face. Like, no, man. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And you good? There's, a nope. tear, there's a tear. Like, what I should have said was, no, I'm done. Like, I'm done. And right now, my body is going through it. My palms are, the tears are flying down my face. <laughs> and DP is so, his body is just like, stop. No, like, like, stop why are making you, us remember. Why are you taking me through this again? But the bad part was, once I said yes, in my head, the conversation with myself was, that was a horrible idea. And then Flair grins. He grins at me, and you say he just like <laughs> got him, and he you know when Barry Bonds hit a bomb and the sound that it makes, mm-hmm. and then his react like his body reaction is, "Oh, I got all of that one. Mm-hmm. I got all that of one's that. gone. I got all of that one. yeah, that's what Flair hit me with. He hit me with that one. And the sound sounded like, I don't know, uh, if you just took two flat pieces of board and dropped them on each other. So the imitation starting gun? Yeah, like. Yeah, no. So the pain was different because it took the pain that I, I was already your eyes in. eyes is crying. Right, because brother. It's not even, the, it's just your right eye. It's just like. Bruh, Please stop. Bruh, it was like the pain from the first one was there. It's like the hot wing thing where the pain is there mm-hmm. and you're occupied by it. Mm-hmm. Until the next pain comes that makes you forget about the pain that you've never felt before. And I couldn't breathe. <laughs> like my heart was like, what is going on? What is happening out there? Like, my lungs are like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? And Sheila's still filming. Shout out, Sheila. Never, right? Never right? lose focus, Sheila. Right? She's on it. And well, it she was, was sitting there, and she's like, I need to have evidence in case he dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my producer's there. He's my buddy, C, the, CJ, that you yeah. met. And CJ is howling in laughter as uh, as howling so would i yeah like like <laughs> and i was want- anybody like i would be i would be cracking up i wanted to curse at him but i did not have the air in my lungs to do you so save your air for breathing right <laughs> and that point i i start to slink down just falling like i'm just there and flair is howling in laughter like he knew what he was doing oh he absolutely knew um, and then the next morning, I, I have to tell you, I, when I woke up, I was thrilled that I was still alive, but I hated 
it all because of the pain I was in. That's why DP thanks God every day that he was <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. Like I just, I, I, I'm just like, it was, and it just, it was the next morning. It was purple. It was a wonderful blend of purple and blue and black. He just made some art on your chest. Yeah. Like, cause, cause well, the, here was the other part though. It, it almost looked, it looked like two hands but almost in the same space. Like you could tell which hand, which chop did what damage. Mm-hmm. And you then, tell which chop grabbed your spine and which chop grabbed your heart. Snatched my soul out of my chest. It was the greatest humbling. Because I was like, you know, back then I was about 230 pounds, you know. Big man on campus. Oh, I, you know, I, you know, like they used to joke to me, Mr. T, because I would wear like the sleeveless shirts and had the guns out, mm-hmm. you know, flex the chest. Not anymore. <laughs> I couldn't flex my chest. Oh, it seems like a terrible idea. I couldn't. I couldn't put my. Let me tell you this. I could not put my hands together. Mm, yep. <laughs> I yeah, could. I could. Everybody, put, everybody, put your hands together right now. You can put feel, your hands together. You and can feel, feel your chest flex a little bit. Yeah. Now, just imagine every muscle fiber in your chest is broken. Is broken and on fire, and we're there. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, whatever it would take, how much money it would take for you to fight Cyborg or Ronda Rousey? Not enough. Not enough money. Um, it's not. It's a great story, but to tell you that, as again, my te- eyes tear up because I, uh, I've i never been as I much. I said, for- I don't want that. That's why I don't want to get punched in the body. I want to, I want to get knocked out. <sighs> it was brutal. I'll be fine. It was brutal. So, anyway, we went long. We'll throw it to break. Uh, we'll come back more one-on-one. Download our app by searching 93.7, the ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7, the ticket, and theticketfm.com.